0: Welcome to Macro Hack Radio. Here we have one mission, set people up for success no matter what their fitness goals are. We believe in tracking macros and how it can positively influence training, nutrition, and food awareness for individuals who want to live a fitness-minded lifestyle.
1: All right, we are back for another episode of MacroHack Radio, and today we are going to talk about something different. It's related to dieting. However, it's more uh, describing personalities and um, how people are in terms of the diet with personalities and confirmation bias.
0: Yes. So you busted that out really well, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: <well. laughs> it what might sound different what on the other say? end when <laughs> we actually hear it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we we were just sitting here talking and we realized some a few things actually with dieting and just how we are as humans with diet stuff and fitness stuff and trying to reach fitness goals, but actually trying to reach any goal, how much many of these things play in. So the idea of confirmation bias is essentially, like simply put, is almost the idea of thoughts become things in a way. Everybody, like that's a popular meme, so I'll just put it like that. And why humans do it is that it makes us feel safe. Uh, Confirmation bias is basically... Finding things that, you know, um, instances or examples in life or in whatever you're doing that fit your beliefs or values. So we seek those things that reaffirm what we already believe when there is a whole host of truths outside of these things, you know, that could support an entirely different belief or value system. We as individuals seek to reaffirm what it is that we already believe is true. So that can be very limiting, as you notice, <laughs> where um we all do it. we're all doing it every day. It's not like you know something bad or good or you're bad if you do it. It's just like we do it. That's what we do. We form the way we think and what we believe in like through these correlations of everything. We can't stop doing it, like drawing cor- we just oh, do it naturally too. It's yeah, it's, it's, like we it's, it's, can't it. shut yeah. our brain off like yes. with it. At all, but I think being aware of it is what we're saying can be really important when it comes to like fitness goals and dieting. And like certain personalities seem to have it easier, you know, in discovering like what their biases are and kind of reevaluating and others don't. So that's kind of what we wanted to chat about.
1: So do you feel that the like people like that, they conjugate around others to help confirm what they do or they just try and find... I the think answers we, to validate what they are thinking.
0: I think it's both those things. I think, and it's like, you can put it other ways where it's like, oh, you know, I like being around like-minded people and we all do. Like yeah. it makes us feel comfortable because it, you are, it's an, it becomes like an echo chamber of what you already believe and know and it strengthens all those things. So it makes us feel safe. So it's like our friends might share mostly the same values or, you know think the same way or even when it comes to like fitness or dieting it's like your team and your coach and your you know you all might think the same way and it makes you feel safe like you're doing the right thing because you're echoing you know all these voices around you are like echoing the same thing but it can be dangerous um in so many then ways. you have somebody
1: that comes in and tell like kind of challenges you shakes it up yeah then when you do that it's really uneasy for people Feels it so weird, it feels weird at
0: first, huh?
1: Yeah, some people get defensive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't take self uh, responsibility. They don't. They're not self aware to know that there's anything else out there. Yeah. <laughs> or anything different, or they don't believe it.
0: Yeah, and like it can feel really personal, even if yeah. it isn't like a personal. I think as coaches, like I know you probably we are kind of that thing that can shake up somebody's like belief system, mm-hmm. you know. And some are more ready for it than others. Yeah. It's like they come and they sign up and they are wanting to do something different, but their brain might be at varying levels of like, are you really ready to accept something different or are you just kind of there? And I think maybe it's like, how fed up are you with what you currently believe and how willing to like, let go? Like, are you, you know what I mean? Of that thing and whatever your coach says, like, um, can be that thing that like shakes it up, or you try something new
1: and really like break free from it. <laughs> so is that like having a coach that has the opposite personality of that person, or like I do you th- think they attract those type of people?
0: I bet you that might be. What do you think? Like I, of
1: yeah, I mean, you see, I guess it's tough because I think a lot of people do attract us that are kind of opposite. Yeah. In a way, and they don't even mean to do it.
0: I think um, you could be
1: right. Um, and then the ones that are kind of the, the same as us to so just kind of even gel a little bit with. yeah
0: it is true i think it can b- work both ways yeah it can it can i think and again i think it depends how open their brain is exactly because i think both of us tend to have like a very chill like more laid back sort of not very type a i'd say obviously we can be organized but mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like those that are type a do gel well because it's so if they're ready for it because it's something so opposite
1: yeah that's the thing is um you'll see a lot of people will try and do a ton of different things and ton of different dieting approaches and they they don't realize well they look at things that are you know potentially causing them to not be successful with it and they'll 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 come to us and say yeah we've done everything or i've done everything i i can't lose weight i can't make progress um so they come up with like a list of things that are what they're doing wrong or what's what's the issue and it's usually like hormonally or you know, I have too many temptations or distractions or my kids or, or there's a, kid a lot of
0: carbs or some yeah, really exactly. specific thing. I'm really
1: carb sensitive and I have uh, insulin sensitivities. A and slow metabolism. My, metabolism. my family has a slow metabolism. Yeah, like, I'm broken and yeah. they're truly convinced that that's it. And then they'll read something or see something on social media that maybe that's it.
0: Yeah. Or now yeah. I'll see oh, more well, people
1: of that. Thing. So that must be it. That's why I'm like that. Um, yeah. but then you challenge them, maybe, hey, get your lab work done just to kind of confirm that's not hormonally. Cause
0: obviously some of those things are very real. Yes, but, I mean, yeah. it does
1: happen for sure. Um, however, we do find that it's actually not as real as what it's perceived. So really kind of the population that truly has hormonal issues is, or let's say hypothyroid for yeah. one thing. Um, cause people feel like when they have hypothyroidism, they just can't lose weight at all. It's but we've helped so many people who they actually, do yeah do yeah. pretty well yeah especially if you're regulated and you know monitored by a doctor, um, but I feel like that they just think it's you know the end of the road that they're not gonna make any progress or do it uh, very good because they they're have limited. this thing. yeah yeah they have this problem this issue, um, but then when you kind of challenge them some get you know difficult to work with where they don't like the challenge, but. The bottom line with most of them, we, we find back to what I was saying before like three to five percent of the population actually has like hyperthyroidism. It's but people think they have it, it's like a bigger population, but really it's very, very little more like
0: self diagnosed, yeah, it's self diagnosed, or like not truly confirmed totally. through blood work or totally, whatever.
1: yeah, and they, um they think these are all all this stuff is happening but really it's not.
0: And there are the good thing about like what we're talking about too is even if you do have like some type of hormonal adaptations that are making it hard for you to gain weight and you are noticing some patterns where it's like an old diet worked for you in the past and now it's not or something like that or it used to be quote unquote easy for you to lose weight and now you're not. The good thing about, you know, like having a coach that's not to like boost up us up or just being really strategic about your progress and tracking what you're doing is that it will eliminate you know if that is a hunch that you have isn't the best thing you can do to be the most consistent that you can and be the most strategic that you can so that you're truly figuring out is it this thing or have i eliminated all other options and really there is something going on and then i can say you know, I'm going to go to the doctor, get some blood work and figure this out. But it's usually people when they're frustrated like that, they just throw, you know, various tries at all these different things. And so they never really are able to narrow down, like, is there something going on that's bigger? They never really nail down the consistency of whatever the diet may be. It's, It's just like,
1: it is kind of pointing the fingers at it. It's not me. It's, it's me inside, but I have no control over it. It's yeah. everything else around me that's making it happen.
0: And it's like, if you really want to be objective, you should nail down all those other things yeah. and kind of go with the opposite direction at the problem.
1: So, um, we find that just being consistent, obviously, is the number one thing to get you like in shape and to make progress. And
0: I guess we, we should define it. And that's what we what, yeah, that's what I was going
1: to say. Is like, you have to find what the baseline of consistent is. So... What does that look like?
0: I guess that we were realizing that, like, when we say consistency as coaches, that could be a very subjective term, meaning if you've never really, like, tracked or dieted before and you're very, like, chaotically, you know, eating and doing all sorts of things across seven days, it's like some people, who knows, you might be able to see success by sticking to things for five days. It depends how far you need to go to get to your goal. You might be able to, you know, make some progress if you, are consistent quote-unquote for five days but when we're talking about it as coaches we mean across seven days across everything laid out um and that yeah
1: so if they're consistent for like three days it's better than zero before yeah so they feel that's consistent yes and they have the ups and downs swings and they're Confused as to why they're not making progress, and I
0: would say that is improvement, not consistency. Yes, exactly. our, But our brain exactly. wants to label it yes. as "I'm consistent," but yeah. it's really no. You're doing great. You improved, but yep. are you really truly consistent?
1: Exactly. Maybe not. <laughs> and so then it improves to like maybe four or five days, and then um, the weekends really get people pretty messed up. A lot of times, like yeah. that's where people, um, you know, falter quite a bit, mm-hmm. and it's hard for them to see that um, you know, what you're doing on the weekend can retract what you just did the five days prior. Yeah. And they get frustrated that, well, I'll hear this all the time. Well, I should be making some progress. I don't know why I'm gaining five pounds over the weekend or or eight or, you know, gain as much as I do. Um, but you'll see like their tracking is perfect, but yeah, there's all those patterns around the weekend that aren't, um, true to what's already happening yes so then there's something there that's usually typically i know sometimes there can be fluctuations that aren't for un- sure. controlled, the but, scale's it's, not everything, but it's yeah. like yeah it's just the consistent patterns there that happen yeah of where you can identify where so, there might be an issue
0: like this could be the culprit but yes. like we were saying too it's like our brains think of the experience like subjectively but our body isn't so like as a macro coach and I think this is why people do really extreme diets, to be honest. As a macro coach, you're not trying to create a 1,000-calorie deficit across the week. You're trying to keep things sustainable daily so that people can adhere. So if you have adherence across five days and you're trying to create a 200-calorie deficit across each day and this person is in a surplus of 1,500 calories each day of the weekend, you've now you know muddled this picture and also created something very unsustainable to like get that off and I think that is why when people diet they are doing very extreme things during the week to undo this weekend you know and when you ha- hire a coach macro coaches are just trying to make it very strategic and a slight deficit daily rather than you having to do all yes. these really extreme things during the week
1: so to make
0: up for all that yeah the
1: extreme is where you start getting this circle of just of pardon my French. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah it feels you
1: do bad. Get, it, it ends up being a cycle that you can't control and if you get that far where you just keep cycling up and down from week and week to week yeah um you have to look at what's going on like we when we have clients who do that and we're like just do it for two weeks straight like solid just solid days. through yes. the weekend and they just need to see it because yes. a lot of people just don't believe it that it, that they're making progress yeah or that they could, mm-hmm. and so um, I always tell clients like, hey, just so give huge. me two weeks." That's it. "If um, if you do that, like honestly and realistically, so true. I guarantee you're gonna make progress." And so, hundred percent of the time when they do it, yes, or when they do it, hundred percent of the time they always get results. And it might
0: give their brain that aha exactly. moment of busting through because the confirmation bias too. Back to that, where it plays in with this weekend cycle, is our brain looks for. To confirm what it is that we believe. So it's like, I believe I'm being consistent. And I did this across all five days. I tracked perfectly. I laid out all my meals. So we're omitting the weekend. We seek to confirm what it is that we already believe. We will literally throw out the entire weekend as if it doesn't exist to reaffirm and stay comfortable and solid in. No, I am putting in an effort. I am consistent. But what you are is you're improving. But you're not a hundred percent consistent, and your body is going to be objective with the result, even if you're being subjective with your thinking towards the result.
1: Yes, that's, <laughs> so it's like it, the number one thing we see with people who um, don't do as good is all because of what they're doing. They're not being objective with themselves. And it's it is 100%. hard. It you is know? very hard. Well, it's hard to admit too. It's the it's, it's like a lot of clients don't want to admit what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying everyone's doing it, but a lot of times like you'll hear friends or spouses or them like throw them under the bus. And, <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, Oh wow, they didn't tell me that. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's more of just trying to uncover, you know, it's not blaming or yelling or getting mad at them. It's just being honest. It's and just learning. Self-aware. Yeah. And like learning about the, yeah, how their body fluctuates and why, mm-hmm. um, for them just opening up kind of creates like new trust too. Um, It allows for
0: that like change, that trust of somebody else's voice and kind of shaking up shaking up your like biases, meaning like what you believed, if you truly trust somebody and you let them in enough to allow them to shake it and then you can see the result is real of what they're saying, then you forever have a changed, you know, you threw that bias out the window and that's always a good thing. Like that's so important to growing in general.
1: Having someone to challenge you is not an offensive. It shouldn't be an offensive thing. Like some people will take offense I to challenging agree. coaches challenging them. Um, if you're open to a coach challenging you, if you work with a coach or just anyone, this is just life. If I agree, people try and make you better. Um, you know, I encourage you to be a little bit more um, inviting or open to it because. If their intentions are good to help you, exactly. If it doesn't come from you,
0: can feel it comes, when it from, comes a good place. from a good place. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: so they care, and so it's more of like I'm doing this for you. And yeah. That's like some people just don't open up. Mm-hmm. They won't admit, and so they feel like they're letting their coach down. They don't want to admit that. Hey, yeah, I did this, and True. I don't even want to talk about it because I just don't even want to face the reality of it. Right. They rather just walk the other way or give a long list of reasons why you know excuses. Or act like, oh, I've been on it. I don't know. I've been hitting my macros and It's it, true. I don't know why. And
0: that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Like, how come we're much better at that when we're kids of just, like, I don't know. When, by, by the time we're adults, it's like we're so sealed to that, like, ownership of Absolutely. whatever it is. And, like, that ownership can be and just saying, oh, man, like, I did mess that up. Can be so freeing. It's really not that big a deal. It's
1: not. <laughs> it's, and like, really not. Especially, yeah, if you... It, if you have a coach that's willing to, like, talk with you about it, mm-hmm. not just get yeah, angry just and mad, be, yeah. that'd be one thing. But it's it comes to a point where, like, with um, my people, I'll eventually get to a point after, you know, months of seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, what are we doing? It's like, the, what are we doing here <laughs> speech?
0: Yeah, it's tough. And that's
1: where you're just like, all right, now you have to find different ways to try and, like, get a breakthrough. Because there's something deeper that they're not thinking about or seeing, I as totally to why it's really agree. happening. Yeah. and so they don't think of like the beliefs of what you know they've heard or um seen or done in the past
0: yes and that's the hard part too is even with a coach and even when you're growing and learning you may still like i know i still slip back our brain wants to slip back into those old biases and those old habits so you really have to be have people around you and be constantly evaluating like and people putting you in check so to speak and be open to it in mm-hmm. order to like grow and like
1: Totally. have conversation, understand like where the coach is coming from and then also understand where the client's coming from too. Yes. Just to learn more about their struggles. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's really interesting. Um,
0: It's a crazy thing. Confirmation bias, it literally seeps into everything, but it's kind of neat to relate it to dieting. We're like, that's so true. It totally comes into all of our experience. Whether you think like you need to eat less or whether you can't eat carbs or whether you, you know, it it's there and you're seeking to reaffirm it so like once you identify those things and are willing to let them go that's when you're just like yeah Phew.
1: so with, with a lot of new clients that we get like we get a, a lot of people who've done diets in the past or yeah. different approaches and stuff and they kind of have those thoughts mm-hmm. so we always have to f- the best way we found is just trying to strip away a lot of that mm-hmm. initially and that's tough. It is. That's really tough. You have to just really just chip away at the belief system a little bit in that aspect of um and just gaining that trust and knowing that we're Yeah. In it to win it. And
0: putting things out there that are contrary to what the brain like wants to think. Exactly. It's actually great when people like just without even knowing say things like oh, I shouldn't eat past five, right? Like they're seeking confirmation of you to say, yeah, yes, correct, never eat past five because all of that will go directly <laughs> to your love handles. Like they want to hear it because that's what they believe and they've heard. And then when they say it and we're like, oh, actually, no, like it's all good. You can eat before you go to bed. And sometimes it can be great because you might get better sleep or, yeah. and they're like, Boom, you know, and Mind then blown. that bias when they do it and they still see results is like amazing.
1: Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, even like my long clients that I work with for years still to this day, even still kind of go back to their old thoughts.
0: Yes, and, I do it. Um, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's
1: like what you said. And there's things that you repetitively talk about with mm-hmm. them you know, the same things over and over. Yeah. And you're like, we've talked about this many times. I'm like, what is it that makes you go back to that? Yeah. So trying to uncover what that is. It is. I mean, it happens. I'm like, I've like, there's one guy I worked with for the past several years and still does that. And I, and so I'll, I'll dig deeper with them and, and he knows better. Yeah. But he still wants that confirmation of knowing that it's safe and it's okay.
0: Yeah. And you do it, Yeah. Like you Absolutely. keep reinforcing it because you yeah. care. So it's
1: like personalities too. That kind of.
0: It does yeah. sometimes.
1: So is there different personalities? Of, um,
0: I feel like there. I mean, I don't know if it's like could be broken down. And for this, it's probably just like growth mindset and fixed mindset. And I feel like sometimes when people come to us they have very like lots of different motivations lots of different experiences lots of different just every anything that's leading them to us however i feel like those that succeed are unfortunately as humans we have to reach like a, a low point of some type to like get something through our brain so it's weird but those that come to us maybe with like fed really fed up and truly ready to change and They have more of a growth mindset to like accept whatever it is that we're saying. They're more open, or maybe they're just a blank slate where they literally have no idea like Mm -hmm. what to expect. And so they have, they're very growth minded and that they're just like, I don't know. So please like teach me. So, and then those that are still on their path of discovering and learning about themselves and it's weird but this journey of like fitness is so much more about like self and internal growth than it really is about the eating and your body so it's like we're all on a different path and I always know that even with clients that are tough to get things through it's like they may not be there they may still be in more of a fixed mindset but they're on their path to like trying to find the way of like what does this look like so as a coach I know both of us are very empathetic and it's like you're always trying to put all those good ideas, push those good ideas their way. They may not stick, but like we're all on a different path of like learning and how open our brain is to it.
1: Well, even the ones that you feel like it didn't stick.
0: Yeah, sometimes it does. It,
1: it They don't let it be known that it stuck. True. And then later on they...
0: Somehow or, come
1: out with something or tell you later that true. It, you're like oh, or they
0: have another experience yeah. that then cements what their previous experience with you was the thing that they needed to uh-huh. kind of grow you know yep. it's like doing another experience that doesn't go so well after you coach them makes them go oh that was the thing so yeah. it's like yeah
1: we've had i mean many variations of people we worked with where some will just try and like go from coach to coach to coach or find yeah. the next thing and yep. thinking that that's it. They that's need to unfortunate. go to the next thing. and You'll a, fix me. Yeah. You yeah. get a lot though that will come back and realize that
0: it's not working. Now. Not working. Yeah. Yet. This was what like I needed. Like this was yeah. what I needed. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it for this episode, guys. We've kind of covered it again. Like, yeah, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, you can always hit us up on our Flexible Dieting Instagram with questions, things you want us to talk about or cover. But, I think that's about it for this episode. I'll see you guys. See ya. Thanks so much everybody for joining us today on Macro Hack Radio. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and hit that subscribe button so that way you can be updated whenever we publish a new episode. We hope to see you next time here on Macro Hack Radio. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram on at the Flexible Dieting, at NAMS Cert, and at TNT Nutrition to see what we are up
1: to on the daily. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Bye.